the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to all of you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Thanks to God. Our God wants to have an intimate relationship with all of us. That's one of the reasons why he sent Jesus to Calvary's tree to pay sins dead in full for you and me. He sent him into this world to save us, to make that opportunity of an intimate relationship with him available to us. But although that opportunity is there, most of us, I'm talking about Christians, don't have and enjoy the intimacy with God that God wants to have with us. And most of us don't know how to even if we wanted to. I got good news. There are pathways that we can take to increase our intimacy with God. Each and every one of us needs to learn what those pathways are so that we can have and enjoy the type of intimacy with God that He desires with us. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. It says, Come ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. God said, I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Because if the truth is anywhere in the door, none of us know what to start with. Hello, none of us know what to start with. None of us know how to fear God to start with. Be like, well, Pastor, you, th- you, hold, you, you, you hold a high standard. No, well, God holds a high standard. I, don't, I just don't adjust his standard. I drop the plumb line that he drops. Praise God. I, I point to it. He the one dropped it. I just point to it. Praise God. That's my job is to point to it. Is anybody here? That's what he said right here, right here. Because you do want what he said, don't you? Amen. Amen. You ain't just coming in here to do your relig- little religious duty. I'm sure. And then go out there and let the devil eat up your booty. I know you ain't doing that. I know you coming up in here to find out what God says so you can line your life up to it. Amen. No, we already learn and we keep learning over and over again. This is a process. Everybody say process. process. Which means we get better at it. Which means while we're getting better at it, there's some still things that we ain't that good at. So we're going to mess some stuff up. But God going to keep looking at you in favor if you just continue to try to make decisions to do what he said do. And he'll watch you get better and better at it and he'll be glad about you. But he's telling you, come, you know, draw closer to me. Here's one of the reasons why I want you to draw closer to him. Come, ye children, hearken unto me. Pay attention. I will teach you to fear the Lord. What man is he that, what man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Hmm? Anybody in here want to see good? He said, well, then keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking God. Keep thy tongue from evil and our lips from speaking God. What's evil? Go back to God's judgment. What did God say was evil? Hmm? If God said it's evil, what is it? Evil. Mm-hmm. 
And he said, don't let, and, 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 and our lips speaking no guile. Complaining, murmuring, and spitting acid all over everything and everybody around you. That's number 14. Say, depart from evil. That word depart right there means turn off. Turn off evil. Ooh, I like that. You mean I can just turn it off? Wow. That means I'm in control. So I can stop what I want to stop. Anybody ever turned on TV and saw something on you didn't want to see? Anybody, anybody, anybody? What'd you do? Turned it off. Whether it was effortless or just a push of a button. Or if you can date yourself like some of us, whether we get up, remove the antennas around and stuff. But one way or another, you turn, you turn it off. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So just like you can change the channel on your tube, you can change what goes on in your life. When evil is occurring, you can turn it off. Now see that now we saying amen right now because we evil free up in here. <laughs> all, we got angels all around. They protecting you right now. Your demon is at the door waiting on you to leave. Praise God. He can't, he can't roll up in here like that. This place is prayed up. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. You so say, I pray at home, but we don't turn on no boob tube up in here to let a spirit in through the airwaves. Hallelujah. So is anybody hearing me up here? Because you know he's the prince of the power of the air. You know, air waves. Because sound comes out your TV. Sound are voices carried by wind, which is called breath, which is the same thing that translates spirit. So this place is demon free. So you ain't got to worry about evil all up in here. That's why you can come up in here and receive peace for a minute or two. And then go out there and fall in pieces. But in here, you can have peace for a minute or two. Hallelujah. But God wants us to be able to learn to turn it off. See, when you get in the middle of the situation, when it seems like it's controlling you, it's deep to be able to find out you can turn it off. Shut it down. God's way. I do have to add that. Because some of us learn the street way to turn it off. We turn it off by turning them off. And sometimes we turn them off by making sure they quit breathing. Hallelujah. Because we attach the evil to the person. No, the evil is the demon. The evil is the devil. I know some of y'all say, that's who I'm talking about. But, but no, it's, it, it's just he's in the middle of your situation. Come on, you, that's what we were teaching on this past Sunday. Attack the right enemy on the right front. Don't fight the wrong battle on the wrong front. Does that make sense? Some of you attacking allies. Anyway, we need to turn off evil. Depart from evil. That's what he told us to do. Mm-hmm. He said, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. That word pursue it right there is talking about dog it. Go after it with everything that you got. Dog it. Go after whatever thing you got. Because sometimes it takes effort to go after peace. Especially when you're in the midst of the rain, midst of the storm, midst of the turmoil. We're in the midst of it. You ain't think about turning off evil. You thinking to add it to evil. You ready to turn up the volume. You about to crank it up. Whereas you get louder. Even unhappen to you, you get louder. Who you think you're talking to? 
Oh, see, no, see, I no, you don't, oh, I, you, you better recognize. Y'all, y'all looking at me like y'all ain't never experienced none of this. You don't know nothing about what I'm talking about. Whereas we forget all about, we can actually turn it off right here. That we can stop in the name of love and just shut it down. Depart from evil. Now, 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 can I put a pause button right here? Now, when I'm talking about sin, don't forget I'm talking about sins of omission as well as commission. The ones we commit and the ones we omit. The ones we omit is the ones God said do that we still haven't done. And the ones that we commit are the ones he said don't do that we're still doing. But in both of them, God's saying depart. Shut it down. Turn it off. Pause button off. Turn to Psalms number 37. See, there's a wonderful life that awaits both of us. All of us. Or at least those of us. Sons of God who depart from that which our father considers evil. There's a wonderful life waiting on me and you. The only question is, is what we going to do? Psalms number 37. We're going to look at stanza number 27. It reads, depart from evil and do good and dwell forever. I like that. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forever so that we can be able to live forever in a good in a good state of mind that God has in store for me and you. See, the father wants us to have and enjoy life. He wants us to be able to live life and enjoy life. He wants peace in your crib. Peace in your house. Peace in your life. He wants nothing missing, nothing broken all up in the middle of your life. But departing from evil is one of the things that he says that we need to do in order to have it and to live it. Departing from evil is one of the things that we need to do to be able to have it and to live it. Because stuff get broke up where there is no peace. Hmm? Therefore, if we want it, that is the peace and the good life that God hasn't told for me and you, then we should also want to depart from evil. Now, some of us say, well, I'm just learning about this good life. Well, that's good. And you can also learn how to get this new life. You can depart from evil. Well, I don't know how to do that. Well, you can learn that too. See, God's a big teacher, and he's teaching folk how to do what they need to do so they can be able to step into the life that God has in store for you. He's a developer, a nurturer. He's one that's aiding and assisting you when they get there. That's why there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Why? For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. See, God's not condemning you, but he is convicting you. That uncomfortable feeling you're feeling, that's not condemnation, that's conviction. See, when you're convicted, when you're convicted in a court of law, it means you did it. And a lot of us are like, dang, that's me, I did it. Oh, there that man is condemning me again. I'm not condemning you, I'm convicting you. God sent his son into the world, the word of God into the world, not to condemn the world, but through the world, through, through him that the world might be saved. This world is coming to, this word is coming to save you. To aid and assist you and be able to step into the life that God has in store for you. Don't feel condemned, feel convicted. But once you feel convicted, throw yourself upon the, uh, on the mercy of the court. And you'll find out that there's grace to help in time of need. Is anybody hearing me up here? Just say, dang, that's me. I, I messed that up. Praise God. Help me out, Lord. Show me how to do this thing and get this thing right. Thank you for forgiving me and thank you for helping me get it right. Because everybody jack up some stuff from time to time. 
Look over at your neighbor and say, I know you. You better say amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> don't, be, don't be faking up in here because I know you. <laughs> See, Jesus said, I am coming that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Well, the father loves us enough to send us his only begotten son to live and die so that we could, would not perish, but then we could have the everlasting life that he has in store for me and you. Well, the father did his part so that we could now do our part. The father did his part so that we can have life. Now it's our turn to do our part so that we can be able to step into that life that he has in store for me and you. Jesus did his part because he came to be able to give up his life just like he was asked to. Even when, when John the Baptist tried to get in the way, talking about, man, I, I need to be baptized to you. He said, man, suffer to be so. He said, Detroit said, boy, just do what I told you to do. And he did it. And when Jesus came straightway up out of the water, the father came with his words of affirmation to say, this is my son, and he did it. And I'm well pleased with him. Well, God now wants you to be that son that he's well pleased with too. Why? Because Jesus was the sinless son that did exactly what his father told him to do. And you're going to be the sinless son to do exactly what God told you to do too. Our part is departing from evil. That's our part. Our part is departing from evil. That is, if we want the life that both the Father and Jesus Christ did so much for us to be able to have. If we want that kind of life, then we depart from the evil like he told us to. After all, you know, they, they, they've done for us. After all they've done for us, least we could do is do what he wants us to do. Do our part. Especially when what he's saying is so easy to do. All we got to do is turn it off. Isaiah chapter 1, please. Isaiah chapter 1. Our part's easy. Now, the devil's lying to you telling you that it's hard. It ain't hard. It's easy. If I can put it this way, the hardest part is the decision. After that, it gets easy. The hardest part is the decision. Why? Because Satan has already put enough stuff in your head to do the opposite of what God said, so you're going to be warring in your mind. But what you want to do is just, remember, put your judgment at the gate. Make your decisions based on what God said to you, not based on what's happening to you. Isaiah chapter 1. Of course, Isaiah was a prophet that was called to a, a rebellious, stiff-necked people who re- refused to hear what God said and would do the opposite of everything that God said. And hell was busting loose all up in their life as a result of it and stuff like that. But God sent a prophet to them to be able to help them step into the life that he has in store for them. Because no matter how wrong we get, God still loves you enough to get you out of it. He's a good God. He'll get you out of it before it happened. He'll get you out of it while it's happening. He'll even get you out of it after it happened. After the mess done hit the fan, God still considers you his woman and man, and he'll still do what's necessary to be able to bring you through, including defunkify you. Isaiah chapter 1. Here, so God's talking to his people, say, look, come on, let's talk. Verse 16. Wash you and make you clean. Put away the evil of your doing. From before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do well. Seek judgment or my judgment on this matter. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Brush your teeth. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> my, I mean, you can do that too. Plead, plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. That's if ye be willing and obedient. Ye shall eat the good of the land. Willing and obedient to do what? Go back up to verse 16. Wash you 
make you clean. Put away the evil from your doings. All the stuff I told you to do. Just do what I told you to do. And that's if you be willing and obedient to do what I tell you to do, then you eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. He says, wash you and make you clean. Put away the evil. There you go again. We need to put away all that it is that God considers evil in his eyes. That word put away right there means turn off. Turn off the evil. But I like this. It also translates decline it. Decline it. Which means just say no. Everybody try it. No. Mm -hmm. No. Say no. You know, that's one of the first words a baby learns. God teaches you how to say no as soon as you come out. Not long after you come out. Everybody just say it. Mm-hmm. Say how you used to say it when you was a little child. No. So when somebody tried to bring you evil, what are you going to say? No. Why? Because you're God's child. Y'all don't want to work with me. The children don't learn to say yes first. They learn to say no first. And as a child of God, what's the first thing you need to learn to say? No. Yeah. He said, he said, it also translates decline it. It also translates depart, which means just step away and then say no. Because a lot of us stay, say no while we're still there. No. No. Stop. You lying. Because if you wanted them to stop, you'd have swung on them, walked. You'd have did something. You'd have moved your hand or your feet. Something would have moved. Does anybody hear me up here? No, stop it. Stop it. Everybody know that means keep going. Y'all <laughs> don't want to work with me. God said depart. Flee. Get out of Dodge. That's what he said. Depart from evil. It also translates leave undone. Leave undone. See, don't be trying to fix this last one. I want, I, I, let, me, let me just finish this last one. Well, let me do this one more time, then stop. No, just stop. Just step away and then say nay. Come on now. Take those cigarettes out, break them up. Not on my floor, but break them up. <laughs> but you can do them on my floor if you want to. I'll clean them up, praise God. Break them up and just put them away. No, don't just be like, and don't try to slide one back behind the ear and then walk out first. Is anybody hear me? <laughs> Y'all don't want to work with me. Cuff one. Here, pastor. Here they are. And you cuff one and walk away like this. I know that move. I know <laughs> I know that move. Leave it undone. Because the devil will try to, y'all don't know, y'all don't know. The devil will try to fool you. It will just, just, you know, you don't want to leave things undone. You know, your father is Alpha and Omega. So, you know, you at least got to, you know, kind of like, kind of, you know, tie up the ends and, Make sure that you tie up loose ends first. Devil is a liar. Get out. Send somebody else by to get your stuff. Hallelujah. Y'all not hearing me up in here. Oh, by the way, I'm talking to the unmarried right now. See, I'm a praying man. I'm talking to the unmarried right now. Because some of you married folk was like, okay, that was God. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, that wasn't for you. That wasn't for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. It also translates be past. 
See, God's trying to get you past all this evil. So he say, be past. See, the way to be past is to get past what you used to do and make the last time the last time that you did what you used to do. Make the last time the last time that you did what you do. Be past that. Somebody say, are you still with that person? I'm past that. Pause button. I'm still only talking to the single people right now. Pause button off. See, we got to learn to be past that. Come on now. We've we, 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 we grown up past that. He said pluck away. That's another thing that it translates. Pluck away. So we need to pluck away from sin. We need to pluck some sin away from our life. You know, just like you pluck the feathers from a chicken is the way that you have to put away your old sin. Some of y'all only get your chicken from grocery stores. You don't know what I'm talking about. You know, fast fruit is already cooked. Praise God. When you used to pluck, you don't pull feathers out soft. They don't just come out like, you know, they're just gone. You got to yank them out. You ain't trying to be neat and try to, let me reach down here at the quill and let me pull it out. And, ooh, ooh, like it's going to hurt somebody or something. The chicken dead already. You done already rang his neck. Pop. And he like ran around without his head for a little while. <laughs> and he done already hit the ground. Now you grab him up and start yanking them things out. You got to yank sin away from you. Because it'll try to hold on to you. It's got, a, it's got a firm place in you. It's up right up under your flesh. It's got a firm place right up under your flesh. You got to yank it out. Hallelujah. That's one reason why when you buy chicken before you cook it. I don't know if you ever noticed it. When it got the skin on it, it got bumps all over it. Those bumps are where the feathers were before they got plucked out. Because something was up under there holding it, and they, and they yanked it all the way and pulled the whole thing out. Everything got to come out. The root and all, pull it out. Pluck it away. It also means put down. Put it down. So when he said put away, man, it means put it down. Don't try to hold on to it. Just put it down. Eliminate the contact. Just put it down. Step away. It also means to rebel. He wants you to rebel against sin. To rebel against sin. Because see, before you was his ally. Now he needs you to rebel against it. That word rebel right there means to resist or rise against some authority, control, or, or, or tradition. To resist or rise against some authority, some control, or some tradition. Well, sin used to control you. It, it was what used to exercise this authority over you. It would tell you what to do, tell you when to do it, tell you how to handle it. But God set you free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we're supposed to rise up against sin's authority and control over us and tell it that it no longer controls us. You don't run me no more. Come on, rebel against it. Come on now, act like you was when you was a teenager around your parents. Remember when you had that little rebellious streak in you? I know you repented, but that's all right. But you still remember it. They tell you what time to be in. You be like, I'm going to be in when I want to be in. Because you know, actions speak louder than words. You be like, well, you're my friends, my friends, well, my friends. You ain't living with your friends. 
Your friends ain't the one bought them draws on you. Does anybody hear me up here? But we didn't care. We were, we were repent. We were rebel just the same. Well, God says, look, I need you to rebel against sin. Just like you used to rebel against that. No matter what sin tell you, you do the opposite. This is good. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that God really does want to be in a closer, more intimate relationship with us. God not only wants to have a closer, more intimate relationship with us, but he's opened a door of opportunity into a closer, more intimate relationship with him. Now, I don't know about you, but I plan to take advantage of that opportunity to increase my intimacy with God. I hope you do the same thing, too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And to all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas, I got just a thing for you. I invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions Men's Breakfast this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the sisters from Word of Faith prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want a plate. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 